Good morning, everyone, and welcome to today's edition of The Daily Stand-Up. My name is Lee Henson, president and founder of Agile Dad, and without any further ado, let's get started. Today, June 22nd, 2020, is an exciting day. Uh, it's the day that we finally get to release a document that has been probably a little better than a year in the making. Now, back in 2007, we created a document that was regarding Agile meetings, and it went through and gave some brief description of each one and why it occurred, and it was well-received. But it was still missing some key components, and I thought that what better time to you know, get those key components in there and get it all uh, polished up, if you will, and re-release the document. It's called the Agile Meetings Playbook, A Definitive Guide to Mastering Agile Meetings. Now, while in no way is this book intended to be entirely prescriptive, it is intended to be a strong guide to help you better get your head around and understand the intent and purpose behind each meeting, who should attend, and why it should happen. Uh, I figure it's probably important to give you some more detail. So let's start with the meat behind why we decided to do this in the first place. So this meeting playbook was born as a solution to a growing problem we've seen in our coaching engagements. One of the largest bottomless holes that organizations sink valuable resources into meeting is uh, meeting attendance, duration, and frequency. This guide helps eliminate waste. By focusing on having more frequent meetings for a shorter duration with a smaller audience, we could spend less time figuring out what we should be doing and more time creating innovative solutions for our customers. This playbook will help you learn the importance of focusing on outcome over output. So the intent is for us to refocus. Uh, it's not designed to reconfigure uh, everything. However, in many cases, what you'll discover is the findings in this workbook will help you recover or regenerate energy into the meetings that you do have and will help you eliminate waste in meetings that you don't need. So the playbook is intended to serve as a definitive reference regarding all the intricacies around agile meeting frequency, attendance, and details. And in no way is it intended to be all inclusive. While it does contain a lot of valuable information, it was never intended to be an all-inclusive instruction guide that specifically outlines everything you need to know about every agile meeting. And that's what makes it the most interesting. What we've found is that organizations often have a gap when it comes to how they should engage or what they should be doing. And the biggest piece of the gap is between the leadership team and the people who are on the ground doing the work. And then between the people who are on the ground doing the work and the people who are guiding them. So it's a double gap. And I think that the leadership in the organization really wants to understand and have their head around what meetings are taking place and why. One of the things that I was quick to discover when I started doing coaching was that I was frequently asked questions by executive teams or leaders. You know, why can't I go to the retrospective? Or what exactly happens in a sprint planning meeting? And, you know, why does the team feel the need to meet every single day for a daily stand-up? Or, you know, uh, when do roadmap meetings uh, happen and, and how do I get signed up on the list to be there? You know, it was just really interesting to see that leadership wanted more meetings and more focus because the truth is for many generations and for many, many years, leaders have been taught through business college and whatnot that the only way that they would be able to get their head around what was happening and the best way and fastest way for them to get updates about the current status of work or the current status of the organization was through holding a face-to-face -face meeting. Now, while I don't disagree that a face-to-face -face meeting is incredibly useful and does transfer knowledge quickly, 
I do disagree that it's always necessary to have a face-to-face -face meeting. Um, I feel like in many cases, if we have strong visual indicators that are maintained with honesty and integrity, it would prevent leadership from feeling the need that they had to be involved in every single meeting. The problem is now focused and switched to the people who are on the ground doing the work, and that's providing those visual indicators with the utmost honesty and integrity. You see, for many years we've been taught that we need to be accountable for eight hours of work a day, or that we uh, we need to bill against billable hours and time, and that even if we didn't complete that amount of scope of work on a particular project, that we still need to be accountable for logging that much time each day. So for us, this, this huge focus on time instead of on work completed and the outcome of that work has driven many people on the ground to uh, pad estimates, to falsify numbers, and to do the best they could to keep things cryptic so that specifics about the work that they were going to complete, just in case for any reason that work didn't get completed, were vague and uh, not necessarily shown to the leadership in the organization. This is of big concern. In no way do we endorse or say that you know things should be hidden from leadership. In fact, I believe in full transparency, and I believe that if we allow developers, testers, and other people who are on the ground building your product or service, regardless if it's technical or not, to be honest in the amount of time that they're taking and to be honest in you know what they're delivering and how and to be honest in their communications, then we can create a structure of visual indicators that have integrity and that present the real picture of what we're trying to achieve to leadership. So I think what I'm trying to say here is that it's a give-give situation. We need leadership to be more willing to trust and accept that the information that they're receiving is correct and to put less pressure on the team. And we need the Agile teams to focus on providing the right information so that the visual indicators are correct so that the pressure comes off from the top of the organization to be attending in every meeting. I think the second piece that's missing is, you know, the part that we discussed about what happens in this meeting or why is it important. I think that I see one of two symptoms happening in most organizations. The first symptom is that leadership and others want to have more meetings, just more frequent meetings or more people in attendance. And usually, that's an indicator of crisis, where we're in crunch time mode, or we're in crisis mode, or we're in a sky is falling mode, and we, we have to have as many people as we can involved because we need information and we need it now. And usually the great concern is already there as opposed to trying to solve the problem before this great concern happens. So I feel like this guide is going to be a really helpful indicator for those people to look at and say, ah, this is what's supposed to be happening here. This is my expected output. This is what I should be expecting to see. Uh, or, oh, this is the reason why I'm not invited to this meeting. It has nothing to do with my, you know, with the team or anyone else wishing that I'm not there. It's simply that this meeting isn't important and can be a time-saving measure for me not to be in attendance. I, the most important part, though, I feel is the final part, and that's the team's time and investment. You know, I don't think there's ever an individual on the team who goes to work each day and says, you know, what can I do today to see this product or service fail? Or what can I do to avoid being part of a productive team? Or what could I do to disrupt things that are happening inside of the organization? 
I feel like most people who work on teams want to do the best they can, but there's a sense of frustration that these individuals aren't allowed to spend the time necessary to build a product or service to a way that you and they would feel good about, feel proud of, feel happy to be a part of. And I think it's just critical that we as an organization address that need and allow the people on the ground the time and energy that they need to create you know, a magnificent product or service that solves problems. And I think a big part of this is the way that we approach work and how we become engaged with work. I know that uh, in an upcoming session this week, we're going to talk about you know that approach of work. And I just think it's critical for us to really understand that the key to success in an agile environment is to understand what agile is and why you're doing it. That's the first step in a 12-step program. And to have that alignment with the organization about what we're trying to do and why, which is number two in a 12-step program. So this key or this tool uh, should serve as the key between uh, the, the key point of communication between the people who are on the ground doing the work and the people who are at the top, you know, monitoring to make sure that things are going well. I certainly don't fault them for wanting to see their organization be successful and for wanting to have a hand in what's going on inside the company. So I hope this first installment was exciting for you, and I hope that you all have an opportunity to attend the uh, webinar today for an hour. We're excited to present to you on this playbook, and uh, we'll have this playbook up on the website here soon so that you can download your very own copy. As always, we encourage you, if you have any questions or concerns, to reach out to us at learnmoreatagiledad.com, where we'd love to answer those questions, hear your feedback, and even hear your ideas about future podcasts. We'd love to answer your questions and to put together some additional podcasts that are going to help guide us uh, into the future of Agile and help us make sure that we have a clear vision of what we can do to best serve you. So on behalf of the team at Agile Dad, we encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile. Until next time, my friends, take care.